This is a Radio.com original. I'm planning on building a big block and putting it on alcohol. Have you ever smelled alcohol? That will kill the coronavirus. If you have a big block <laughs> with about three-inch pipe on it with that bad boy, yeah. big cam, you don't have to worry about coronavirus because I can tell you that alcohol and them fumes kill the coronavirus. <laughs> make it cough, make your eyes water, no problem with coronavirus. everybody welcome back to a brand new talking about cars podcast with randy cardoon and of course i am randy cardoon and right there hot rod bob beck i'm in our san fernando valley studio where it's 20 degrees warmer than in the ventura county studio of mr beck and he'll be rubbing it in all show long yeah getting ready to put on a long sleeve t-shirt Oh, get out of here. It's all about everybody has a car story. Our everybody today, you know him, you remember him, Rodney Allen Rippey, the lord of the fast food jumbo jack is yeah. with us. Rodney Allen Rippey, thanks for joining us this morning. Hey, good to be on with you. Good to be on. You know, I was trying to figure this out and I have known you now and, I, and not just because I've seen the commercials, but I first interviewed you yeah. as an intern at a, a radio station in the San Fernando Valley in 1977. Wow, long time. I know. And, yeah. and you came in to talk about what else? I believe it was the Jack in the Box. Yeah, a little bit of what we've been up to, yeah. And yeah. some of the other stuff that was going on. And I, I seem to remember you were doing something else, but, uh, but that was cool, you came in. I, I think your mom was there or somebody was with you. and. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we, we discussed all sorts of things. And of course, Bob, where were you in 1977? I was uh, a teacher. Wow. I, I, was, uh, I worked for LA County and I was an auto shop teacher. Really? Yeah, I was. I was at an LA County juvenile probation camp. The you notice of- how I sound disbelieving. I'm yes. Not- <laughs> they let me out every night, though. It was just it was a little better. I didn't look much older than the kids were. As a matter of fact, I think about it, back in 1977, other than Rodney's the only one still got dark hair. Hey. That's true. That's true. I mean, look at that. I mean, you know. Hey, man. Well, remember, when I interviewed him, you you were how old in 1977? Wow, 77. Well, I was born in 68, so let's do the Oh, you were just a little, you were a young kid. He was a single-digit guy. I was oh a little gosh. guy. Yes, yes, yes. I was a little guy. And, <laughs> and um, I remember that. I actually remember being at the radio station when we we did that. Way wow. out there in the San Fernando Valley, as we used to call it. Yes. Yeah. Let's get to the big question right off the top. And uh, we all know, of course, your exploits with fast food. We yep. also know you can hold up a burger with the best of them, especially when you're that young. The burger at one point when you started, I believe, was almost as big as you. Yeah. Uh, but now let's find out. We know you could still, I, I think you could still, you have a card still, don't you? Yes, the old, yeah, old jack-in-the-box card is around here somewhere. But, you know, I get lucky sometimes. I go in and uh, Explain that. that because for people yeah. who don't know, Rodney Allen Rippey has <laughs> a card that will get him into any jack-in-the-box anywhere and get food <laughs> well you know what i'm just fortunate sometimes i'll run across a uh 
a franchisee or a person and, and, um, and they'll, they'll go, hey, it's Rodney. This guy eats for free. And I'm like, ah, ah, oh, okay, great. <laughs> you know, I'll save a few bucks, but, you know, it's, when you're on the run, it's all, it's all good. It's all good. Okay, so go ahead, Bob. They're, you know, they could do a commercial like him. I mean, you, as he walks into order, they go, hold on a minute. Yeah. They wait a second go, oh, there's a Jumbo Jack guy. That's right. There's a Jumbo Jack guy. And then you hear the guys from, the, from the, the oven and stuff going, oh, look, there's a Jumbo Jack guy. Then the guys in the audience, you know, the people sitting at the table go, there's a Jumbo guy? Jack guy. Yeah, there it is. See? There he is. Yeah. Remember him? Jumbo Jack, yeah. That's who we're talking to. Well, there you go. That so, <laughs> is the jumbo there you go. I'm trying to remember you, Bob just explained, I think two commercials that's going on right now are kind of the same thing. One was with Dennis yep. Haysbert, uh, and he's the Allstate guy. Yeah. The Allstate guy. There he yeah. is. There he is. There's the guy we know. You know, there you know what knows. I saw on, on uh, YouTube today, Ronnie? There was an episode of Mike Douglas. And, and you know this because it's, I believe it's on your YouTube page, or I'm sorry, yeah. it's on your website, uh, your uh -huh. Facebook page. And I'm looking at this, and Cass Elliott is one of the guests. That's the right. late and great Mamas and Papas singer Cass Elliott. That's right. They must have brought you on first because I don't remember who the other guy in the middle was. That was Sly Stone. Oh, it was. That and he was, was dressed Sly. like Sly Stone. Wow. And so fine. you must have gotten on first because you know how it is when you have interviews in these shows like Carson and, and uh, Mike right. Douglas, they'd have you and then they'd push you off in the next seat. Well, the here you are on the way on the side of the next seat, yeah. toys and then there's Sly and then bring in Cass Elliot who starts talking about this man she's dating and yes. they're not going to get married. And then you start talking about taking a nap. Right. <laughs> I was like, well, she was talking about dating. I was like, hey, if I'm not dating, I'm going to sleep, you know. So like, <laughs> it was that type of thing. It was that kind of thing, you know. So You were a cute little kid then. Yeah. You said, you said kid things. Hey, I guess. I guess. Yeah. That was classic. I mean, go go watch it. It's on uh, Rodney's Facebook page. By the way, uh, my wife's asked the big question, When what do your friends call you? Are you they still don't call you Rodney Allen Rippy. You know what? All my friends, people who know and, and love me, they call me Rodney, you know, and it's just, I'm a local guy. I mean, I was born here in beautiful Long Beach, California. I, I, um, I went to school. I went to public school, you know, in the, in the heart of my jack-in-the-box career. I was in the Long Beach Unified School District. I was just a normal kid. I actually lived on the west side of Long Beach, and thank God, what a life. I mean, it's like literally our house was right down the block from and so I could walk out to school walk down the block and my mom would stand there in the morning and watch me walk all the way into the school and once she seen me darn the gate she turn around and go back in the house and I mean I just we were just normal people you know we're we lived a normal life and, and it was just that we had this um opportunity you know i had that opportunity with jack in the box and 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 had so many uh things happen that, that was just completely unexpected and it, it was just a, a wonderful whirlwind speaking of which mm -hmm. you remember for those of you who may not remember this guy was in blazing saddles hey, no. blazing yes saddles. yeah did, did you not know that 
He no. was in Blazing Saddles. Go ahead, Rodney. Talk about that. Actually, actually, I was in Blazing Saddles. Where is my? You know what? I have a Blazing. Ah, don't move. One okay. second. We'll it. wait here. You're gonna love it, guys. I ain't got not moving. We're not moving. No. Yeah, he was in Blazing Saddles. Uh huh. I'm back. Uh -huh. You're back. There we go. And something fell. Anyway, how you like that, guys? All right. Oh Talk my. about t-shirts. Oh, how cool is that? Is that a t-shirt? This is a t-shirt. Actually, I just now, I had an incredible, incredible art director pull together my own, right now in Ripley, Blazing Saddles, Little Bart t-shirt. That's me in the wagon scene That's right, right. There. The wagon oh, scene, gee. he played Little Bart. That's me. And so- Who I were the actors it. with you? Do you remember? That was me, Cleavon Little. That was Gene Wilder. There were, I mean, oh, um, um. Actually on the wagon. Oh, on the wagon. With you. you know Your mom and dad on the wagon. I, you know what? The lady, oh my goodness, oh, I can't remember the lady. That was my mistake. I should have double checked. No, but, that, but you know what? She was, they were so sweet because it was like they were literally like my mom and dad. And, and the funny thing is when we were shooting that scene, it was real early in the morning. And gosh, we were out in like freaking uh, Simi Valley, and it was cold. It was like I was on the Wild West. It, I literally felt like a little kid. And I mean, I was like, we're on a wagon train. There's yeah. houses. It, it was crazy. And, and those were the type of experiences that you could just never, ever, ever forget. Never oh. forget that stuff. That movie is considered a, a landmark movie. It, it's it's one of the most. It's one of the best satires that Mel Brooks ever did. Yes. What was it like being part of that movie? And how do you think it's going to be? How do you think it's received today? You know, I, I think uh, <laughs> that was a time when comedy was comedy. Because let me tell you something. Mel Brooks is the greatest producer that there ever was. Greatest director. And this guy literally picked on everybody. And that's <laughs> what it's all about. When you're gonna, If you're going to pick on people, pick on everybody. Everybody, including yourself. And I mean, and he did. And, and I think that at that time, everybody understood that there was not a, a mean spirit in his heart. You know, it was just a funny thing because we all laugh at each other. We all laugh um, together. And I think that that's one common denominator that, that we need is to laugh and love one another and see each other because nobody's perfect. Everybody, every nationality, has something screwed up about it. But the point is, we are all one. Yeah. Definitely. I'm just yep. going through yep. here, looking for it. Shrimp I'm going to find it. I'm uh -huh. going to find uh, who it is. But in the meantime, yeah, one of these things we've been doing lately is talk about how crazy 2020 has been. And sure. now we're going to talk cars, and we're going to get into that too. But sure, sure. Um, let's start off with what we've talked to most people about so far is the coronavirus, which happened first. Where were you when it finally got serious and how have, how has it affected you, if at all? I actually have been, uh, yeah, I got involved in vocational education and through a great opportunity, I was actually at a local college, actually in Riverside. And I was a admissions representative for some weird reason. The people said, you know what, Rodney, we think that you have what it takes to, to help bring people into the college and to talk to people. And, and when you start talking about 
uh, vocational education. These are people who um, were not college bound or actually have been working outside particular fields, but they need a solid, strong skill set. And you're talking about the HVAC, the electrical, um, and those type of things, alcohol and drug counseling. And as we all know, all of these type of careers are uh, very, they're needed. And, and so I jumped into that. And to answer your question, believe it or not, sadly, when coronavirus hit, it literally furloughed me. It, it literally put me off and actually popped me back into my own little happy little world here at home. <laughs> and, that's, and, that's where, and that's where I've been, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm trying not to gain weight. I'm trying not to eat too many Jumbo Jacks and, and, and just trying to stay happy and keep it moving and keep working on other projects and, you know, try to keep the bucks rolling in. Well, you're working with Bill Montgomery on a lot of things to uh, motivate kids. Yeah. And I think his organization is called Prime Motivation. Yeah. Uh, how's that working out? And it's something that I wanted to get involved with as well. And Bill and I are friends. And I think sure. if I remember correctly, he was one of the reasons I met you. We, we were on a, an anti-street racing uh, panel. Yes, that was with my dear friend Aaron Schwartzbart. He's out of the valley. Aaron has – and here's the funny thing. Here's a guy – who is a NASA, uh, he, he is a NASA engineer. I mean, he worked on NASA products and go to the moon. And this guy is a, a race car driver. Yep. And he actually, something hit him in the heart and he's a, a great man. And he felt a, a, a godly conviction to kind of help uh, keep our streets safe. And so he started an anti-street racing campaign. And that's where I met you, Bob. Right. And, he works tirelessly to make sure that our racetracks here in Southern California have a, a, an opportunity. He's like, don't be racing on the streets. We got tracks around here. Shout out to Irwindale Speedway, Pomona. Man, we got, what is it, out in, gosh, out the other direction. We got Bakersfield. Bakersfield. You know, listen, if you got a high-performance car and you want to let it loose, take it to the track. It's just too mm -hmm. dangerous on the street because – you know, little old people like me driving, we don't we don't want to run them over, you know. Yeah, little old people. You drive a Corvette. Come on. Yeah, well, that, that's, that's okay, too. But, you know, <laughs> that's right. This is true. I just discovered you were uncredited. Yeah, it was the funniest thing. I don't know why and how that actually happened, but who I did knows? not know that. Yes, it was a funny thing. There was all these weird there's, – there's a lot of – kind of funky stuff that happened with, with Blazing Saddles because it was originally supposed to be Richard Pryor playing the role and then it became Le Levon Little and then Richard became a writer and a lot of fun stuff. Needless to say, it was still an incredible great show. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's very cool. Let's talk about the whole um, uh, situation in Minnesota, mm -hmm. Black Lives Matter, and along yeah. those lines. Who put something on, uh, also on your YouTube page, about mm -hmm. uh, when they had some issues going down in Long Beach and, and oh, yeah. some violence there? Talk yeah. a little bit about the country as uh, from then until now, and, mm -hmm. and we don't—you don't have to go long on it. But I, again, no. just kind of a recap of what your feelings are and how that, uh, how that, how the world is a different place. World's a much different place, and I think that it's just people are waking up, and people are kind of going, "This doesn't make any sense." And sadly, 
it takes such huge shifts and, and, and such huge things for people to kind of go, okay, we, we, we kind of need to sit down and talk about this. And, and it's about fairness. And what happened, and I, was, I was down in Long Beach, and they were doing the cleanup. And so I went down there, and I actually that day, and I just I saw my city, and, and not only just that city, I saw Riverside, and I went to Melrose, because, I mean, my days and business meetings, and I'm riding around, and I'm looking at Hollywood, I'm like, oh, my God, everything's boarded up. And I was like, I had no clue that it was really that bad, but I'm thinking that now is the time that we focus on America, that we focus on greatness, that we get people back to work, that we stop with the, the nonsense. And that could have been anybody. You know, that could have been anybody that got uh, the, the short end of the stick, a very short end of the stick. And, and I'm thinking like, okay, and, and I know many police officers who keep us protected. They love their job, they, and, and, and they stand completely against that type of stuff. I, I personally believe that um, there needs to be some type of better training. There needs to be something to make sure, because these officers are like any other human being. They want to go home at night. They got families. They got kids. They're afraid in some, in some aspect. But at the same time, there needs to be better training because to de-escalate a problem before it, be, it gets to be a problem, like the one gentleman that was in the car that was sleeping, and then that didn't turn out so well. The reality of it is if somebody is in distress, there needs to be another body that comes in and says, hey, look, you're in a little bit of problem right now. You're driving you behind the wheel. You shouldn't be sitting behind the wheel intoxicated. Here's the point. You're going to get you some help, and we got people who are going to help you, and then that could de-escalate the whole problem and potentially save a life and a lot more bigger problem, so to speak. Appreciate your input on that because I think a lot of people are watching it continue to this day. And, and right. uh, we actually recorded this before you're actually seeing it. So uh, we're not sure what the situation's going to be by the time you see this, but at least uh, Ronnie coming up with some really good insight on that. Let's talk about cars, shall we? <laughs> hey, brother. Hey. Let's talk about cars. So, and, and we'll, we've talked about this before, but for some of you people on uh, the podcast and also maybe on the uh, YouTube site that haven't seen us, uh, haven't seen our interviews with Rodney, uh, you are basically a Corvette and a Mustang guy from the start. Is that correct? Well, my first car ever was a 1968 uh, Mustang. And, um, that's where I got my start, driving. And I, I remember being a young guy, and my first car was a, you know, this Mustang. It was an inline six-cylinder with a three-speed on the floor. <laughs> and uh, soon I started making modifications. I found a top-loader four-speed that changed the three-speed out. And my dad, it was funny, my dad goes, what's wrong with the transmission? I said, well, nothing really. I, I just needed it. Another gear. He said, need another gear for what? He said, it had three in it. And I was just kind of, so my dad was like, okay, Rodney, when you tear the car up, don't say nothing. I'm, like, I'm not going to tear it up. So needless to say, I ended up putting a four-speed in it. And, and I had big plans for the outcome of the six-cylinder. And in goes, a, you know, you know, 302 with maybe some big heads and everything. on. But it turned out that the uh, the car got kaput. It got 
it kind of crashed. Wasn't me. Kind of crashed? Yeah, kind of crashed. Okay. A senior in high school and a drunk driver T-boned me Mm. in downtown Greensboro. And I have to say, a 1968 Mustang can take a lick in the driver's (laughs) door. I mean, it took a lick. Literally, it bashed the driver's door this close to the steering wheel. That's how hard it got T-boned. It was bad. But needless to say, from the Mustang, I, I, you know, I, I actually replaced that Mustang with another 68, but a 302 four-speed car. Oh, there you go. And so upgrade, because I had to suit a guy. Anyway, and so had to upgrade. And then after I was, I was 19 years old, I made the decision to drive back to California. This is my trek coming back to California after high school. I came here for college, graduated from Cal State Dominguez. I got a, one of my Cal State Dominguez products around here somewhere, but went to Cal State Dominguez and got my degree in uh, advertising marketing and uh, sold a Mustang and bought a 68 Camaro. So mm-hmm. got into Camaros and 68 is my number. So I ended up getting a, I got a 68 RS and uh, then I ended up buying another 68 that was just a straight Camaro, but my RS I had to put a stroker motor in it, a little 383. Mm. Yeah, I had to had to had to tighten it up a little bit and uh, had a lot of fun. Put a set of nice the old school camel hump heads on it. Got the compression up, nice Isky cam. I was good to go. So you're you're a real car guy. I mean, you know you know that you walk the walk, you talk the talk. Well, it's fun, you know. I you know I'm the type of guy that I love. I think there I think cars are are something that you can invest your time in. And every time you go out there and rinse, when you get it right, you go, huh. It's getting better. It's getting better, you know, and you, and you do these things. And, and I remember just going through that, you know, going through my Camaro. Um, and it was just a beautiful car, you know, and it just everything from trying to make it its best. And that's what I enjoy doing. You know, that's what all these guys and girls do, build these cars. And there's some awesome car girl builders out there. They rock and welding and fabricating and Peace out to the young ladies out there that are getting down in the, in the shops, too. Absolutely. No, there's a, a lot of people showing interest in getting into the, uh, mm-hmm. I don't want to, I almost like car arts, if you will. I mean, the, yeah. uh, you know, a lot of people consider it an art form. I mean, there are television shows all over the place where they talk about redoing cars and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and, and we've had people on the show, Bob's wife even gets involved in uh, rebuilding some cars. That's, mm-hmm. uh, well, the truck. How is that going, by the way, Bob, that uh, GMC? I know they haven't had a chance to work on it. Yeah, the museum's been closed, so they haven't been able to work on it, but the team is ready, willing, and able to go back to it. It's an all-girl build, just like uh, Bogey, who has done down in Arizona. Mm-hmm. They're doing it here at the Automotive Driving Museum in El Segundo. So uh, Peggy is part of uh, a group with Cynthia and Amy, and I don't remember the names of the other gals, and mm-hmm. they're putting together a GMC pickup truck. It used to be owned by a guy who was an actor who was in Christine. Yeah. Now that's trivia for you. That's, that's interesting trivia. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. See, it just follows you wherever we go, Bob. We can't get away from trivia. By the way, speaking of, uh, you know, Bob, I always talk about product placement, and I uh, always hey, Whoa, look at that. Hey, there we go. Hey. <laughs> hey, you know, this is the Rodney Allen Rippy Cup, by the way. 
Well, hey, that's the one side. That's the other there side. There you go. That's the other side. Absolutely. I feel so left out. Here, I'll give you. I'll give you this, Bob. How's that? Oh, give you this. All right. Oh man. Yeah. yeah. We got all the good stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I'm trying to remember where I got that from, but yeah, it's uh, he signed it and everything. Probably when he sent me the cup. That could be yeah. very well. Yeah. 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 We Bob and I eventually will get to the get into the cup wars. Yes. Yeah. Sending people cups and t-shirts and all that mm -hmm. other fun stuff. So Do there it. you go. That's, that's I want a little, one. I want you, one. You will get one. You will get we'll one. Get and, one. And, and the stickers. Yay. And the stickers. Oh yeah. Hold on. Wait a minute. Here's another one. We have one. stickers. Stickers. We have stickers. Nice. Oh, yeah. There we go. I'd, I'd say become a Patreon, but that, or Patreon, but on Patreon, but that's silly because you're a guest. As a guest, yeah. you get yeah. stuff. We yeah. will get you stuff. You so, have stuff. Yeah. All right, so let's update the long list of cars that I know you love. Uh-huh. Cars that are top of your I want that someday list. Um, get an update. What's what's the latest top three, let's say? Wow. I tell you what, love to have an Austin Hill. All right, which one? The gosh, the all oh, the little the gosh, which one? The little short one. The little the short bug eye? Yes. The bug eye sprite. Yeah. Little short, little short Austin Healy, 44, 44. Oh, with that okay. those are cool. Drop, nice there you go. Drop. And let me see, that's two. Um, and I probably would say, I would probably would say maybe, I probably wouldn't mind having a pickup. Probably wouldn't mind having a 57 Chevy pickup. Something there you like go. Big window, you know, custom cab. Mm -hmm. That'd be nice, you know. Big block, slam it down, make it, make it right. Last year, the single headlight. Yeah. They went to doubles. Yeah. That's yep. very cool. Yeah. That's kind of neat. So, uh, what do you have in your garage right now? Well, I still have my beautiful nineteen. This is my little replica of my nineteen seventy one Corvette. You know, nice nineteen seventy one big block Corvette, four hundred sixty eight cubic inch, four speed car, fully air, fully loaded car. I'm second owner, actually second owner. Oh wow! And uh, you know, uh, right now I actually have a, a little eighty nine GMC Jimmy that I'm thinking. I really want to do a build on my Jimmy, and I'm hunting an S S10 pickup truck. If you've been watching the Jag, drag race, and a lot of guys are building these little S10 pickup trucks, I'm like, hmm, hmm. need to put a little gen, you know, one of the new gen motors in. I said that would be pretty nice with a nice little turbo. That'd be pretty pretty good. Yeah, there you go. They're light too. I mean, they would they should move pretty quickly. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yep. So put some good brakes on. You've got to stop, and, and that, that'll get it to hook up. And you're on your way. That's got to get you. Got to get you to come out some of the Corvette runs we got going. Hey, I sincerely hope so. Yeah, definitely. I definitely am looking forward to uh, this year. Hopefully, uh, going back through my Corvette. Got to do some updates on it. You know, it's been parked for a while, but I want to get my girl out there and really shake and bake. And I, actually, I have some other things that I'm looking at as far as build projects and things like that so I, I enjoy it you know i don't i don't you know i think that it's a a worthwhile thing to be able to take a car and and, and do it you know father son or father daughter or mother daughter and, and do a build like that because it's nothing like that when you can spend time and, and then once it's all done be able to 
hit up some of these meets and, and drive events. And, man, it's just so awesome when you get out and enjoy it. There's nothing like a, a real clean ride when you hit the road. Nothing like it. Do you belong to any car clubs? Or actually, have you? You know, my guys actually from the guys down in Orange County, uh, the what is it? The boys down in Huntington Beach. Uh, well, they, Surf they, City? Surf, Surf City? City? Yeah, Surf yeah. City. They kind of adopted me. They kind of adopted me. And, um, you know, and I, I love the guys, Darren over at DW. DWS, DSW, you know, Darren. Yeah, oh, Surf City Classics. There you go. I got my cap over here. What, it, what, what is that, Bob? Is that the do not allow this man to our meetings? Uh, what is I that? I am an honorary lifetime member. Oh, my. Oh, Surf good. City Classics. Nice. A sitting ovation for Bob Beck, ladies and gentlemen. There you go. There you go. Wow. But it's a, it's a lot of great people out there. And I think that one of the things that we're trying to do is, um, you know, and you had mentioned, Bill, we're actually working, trying to make sure that we are keeping the young people involved and, and, and trying to keep them encouraged that, you know, it isn't just about cars anymore. It's about transportation. It is about the technology. And, and that, that goes across the board. Anything that's moving, pulling, pushing, that's what it's all about. And so it's a great opportunity for young people to say, well, how can I be a part of this engine, you know, this industry? And it's, you know, you can be an engineer, you can be a designer. There's so many places that you can be in this whole scope of transportation. And it goes from the ground to outer space, thanks to, you know, Elon Musk and SpaceX and all the great things that they're doing. And they're, they've hooked up with, with uh, you know, our, our NASA team and, and they're, you know, independent companies are getting into the game, and that's what's incredible. We had uh, Ed Justice Jr. in here a couple of shows ago, and mm -hmm. he brought up something interesting because in these life and times of coronavirus, mm -hmm. everybody's trying to keep everything clean. They, everybody wants to social distance, and mm -hmm. the effect of that it's had on uh, public transportation. Suddenly, people are going out and buying their own cars, whereas before they were getting on buses. What, what's your thought on how, how coronavirus has really affected uh, the getting from place to place? Well, see, I'm planning on building a big block and putting it on alcohol. Have you ever smelled alcohol? That will kill the coronavirus. If you have a big block <laughs> with about three-inch pipe on it with that bad boy, yeah. big cam, you don't have to worry about coronavirus. Because I would tell you that alcohol, them fumes, kill the coronavirus. Make it cough. Make your eyes water. No problem with coronavirus. But, yeah, but putting your head by the exhaust pipe, that's going to be a little weird. I just want yeah, to say that. Yeah. But, you know, but listen to that sound. It makes you want to listen to it. It makes you get real close to it. But, but you know, honestly, the, the coronavirus is a very serious issue. No joking. I mean, yeah. I, I have had friends who've been affected, who, who literally came down with coronavirus. I thank God that, you know, through my travels, and I mean, I'm trying to stay, okay, you know, and I'm trying to, and I, you know, but we're, we're out and, and, and we're just very fortunate, you know, but I'm really hoping that, you know, we have to, as a nation, as a people, we have to understand. And it's, it's really affecting our car shows, our meetups. I mean, it is doing a number on all that stuff. And so we have to wait. We have to hold ourselves together. You know, you, you keep hearing about people throwing these, you know, I don't care. I'm going to throw a private party. You could have just affected your whole, your whole 
trend list, you know, by trying to be in your apartment throwing some kind of crazy little party. Mm-hmm. The best thing to do is stay safe, keep your social distance, keep everything disinfected. When I go to the grocery store, I'm like spraying everything down with alcohol and wiping and before I put anything in my refrigerator or closet, mm-hmm. I'm wiping everything down and it's just Lord, what a what a, a new new world we live in. I'm telling you. Yeah. That it is kind of interesting how, as you mentioned, uh, so many of the car shows that we do, I mean, and we attend and, and we uh, voice be uh, hosts for as we all have. And it's just amazing how it's just been wiped clean for the most part. The only now, thing that is going on are cruises. Yeah. Now they're going to try to do this car show thing where you have to walk in a line and you can't, you know, they're, they're trying to tell you that they want you to walk in a line. Like, if you're looking at cars, you walk, you know, you can't just cut across. You have to. Good luck with that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but what can you do? What can you do? No, you're right. It's, it's you know, you were working on, uh, you, you have your California car culture uh, yeah. site going on. I know at one yeah. point you were you were talking about doing some uh, podcasts with that. How's that coming along? We're, hey, we're, we're still turning our gears on that and, and getting a few things together. Actually, me and a colleague inadvertently launched a radio show out of Reno. We're on KTKQ out in Reno, but it's a it's beautiful music. It's music, big orchestra music from the 1920s through the 2000s. And so it's more, it's for a more mature crowd and people who love the big orchestra music and things like that. So we, we're kind of fooling around with that music format right now. My buddy, he actually came from another one of the big radio outfits and, and they put together one of the biggest catalogs of beautiful music. You know, mm-hmm. they've cleaned it up and it's all beautiful and scheduled and everything. But, wow. um, you know, we're looking at, you know, getting out and doing more podcasts. I'm trying to get my little, my little home system together and get everything <laughs> together. So we're, we're building it, you know, and try, you know how it is. You got to crank it together because, you know, I, I really wasn't thinking that, you know, that, coronavirus would hit and so now it looks like a lot of people are going to be having home studio so here we go folks yeah here we are here we are (laughs) speaking of which here we are it's time once again for our and we're going to start this i think every show it's called what's that Uh t-shirt we have all been and i'm sure rodney has too to so many car shows we have shirts all over the place Mm -hmm. and we're going to start wearing t-shirts and that tell a story. Bob, yeah. What it, and you, of course, I told him this late. So he's wearing, of course. The I'm the corporate team. guy. You're the corporate guy. He's uh-huh. wearing, that's, of course, the Two Tired Guys production shirt. Uh-huh. Let's see if I can turn around and, uh, and show you what the back end looks like. Thank God you're wearing pants. Look Let's at see. my back end here. No, that's the side end. That's not helping. A little lower. A little lower. There you go. A little to your right. Or yeah. your left, whatever. Well, that's pretty close. All right, very go. good. Very good. And so we are going to actually eventually have that in a store you could actually yes. purchase and very that kind of thing. Cool. Mine is, you remember this guy, Madman Munts. Oh, wow. Now, there was a place, and it's interestingly enough, right across the street from uh, Galpin Auto Sports, where that mm-hmm. is in Van Nuys. And it, it now is part of the Galpin Auto Center, where you can, they have cars there now. But they yeah. used to have, right off the freeway there at Roscoe and the 405, they uh-huh. used to have 
Madman Munz, who at the time did stereos. He also, this was after he did cars and after he did all sorts of other stuff. And here, okay. I don't know if this is going to work. Let's see if this. this you can turn around. Yeah. Go ahead. Right. How about that? There you oh, go. Mom, Perfect. You yes. Go? Nice. Nice. So, so that was Madman Munz until it was went out of business and eventually the land was bought by Galpin. But it's right across the street from Galpin Autosports. And we talked, I believe, about that with Bo Bachman and, mm. and all that when we had him on. Go ahead and watch it uh, on, here on our uh, YouTube page because and also on Radio.com. You could listen if you're in your car. Uh, we talk a little bit about Adman Mutz. Now, Rodney. Yeah. Rodney showed us the Blazing Saddle shirt, yeah. which is awesome, which is yeah. awesome. Yes. Now let's take a look. What shirt you're wearing right now? I listen. I, well, it's it, it is actually the good old fashioned. Let's talk about cars. Oh my! That looks go. so familiar. Yes, there we go. That's yeah. right. That's right. Talk about cars. <laughs> but you know what? In my closet, I have a beautiful stack of T-shirts. I would I would like run and go grab one, but I've got some a lot of historical T-shirts. Really. We'll have to have you back on, and you'll just we'll just. We'll do a t-shirt show. Yeah, we're we'll have just bring people on and do t-shirts. A whole go. show on t-shirts. Ah. I'm just saying. There you go. Yeah. I have an idea for my morning podcast now. Mm. There you go. <laughs> all righty. So, uh, again, we've got all sorts of things going on. We uh, are also doing our little Patreon conversation. So mm -hmm. become a patron on Patreon, and we're going to ask Rodney an interesting question to which – I'm sure we've spent hours and hours working on, and you will get mm -hmm. a chance to hear that question. Become a patron. Become a patron on Patreon, and uh, you can see our questions for all our guests that we've had, and, and that's only for people who are patrons of our show. And it's really cheap, and we do all sorts of fun stuff for you. So, Rodney, we appreciate the time, and thank you so much for joining us. Don't forget... Listen to our audio podcasts on radio.com and knx1070.com. Watch okay. our video podcasts on our new Two Tired Guys Productions channel. Where'd Bob go? All right. Uh, yeah, and uh, subscribe to both. Oh, there's mine. There you go. All right, wait a minute. Uh-oh, everybody's looking. Well, mine's not. Mine's still in the – yeah, mine's still in the box. Hey. Everybody, look at that. Look at that. Look, okay, you guys, now you, make, <laughs> you, make go the, now you make me go for the big guns. How okay. you like that? Huh? Oh, wow, that's that. really cool. Hold oh, on. yeah. Hold yeah. on. How you like oh, that? Uh -huh. All right, now we're going to get that way. Okay. There we go. Okay, you want to do There it you like go. That? Okay. Oh, hey. Batmobile. Hey, see, look at that. Oh, very nice, Bob. I like that, too. Wow, okay. All right. Well, well this adventure of one-upsmanship theater is uh, – where was I? Oh, yeah. Follow us on social media. Become a Two Tired Guys patron. See exclusive videos. Get some swag. All sorts of fun stuff. Until next time, I'm Randy. That's Bob. That's Rodney. Join us again as we have fun talking about cars. See you next time.